0: is up everyone and welcome to another episode of subjectively speaking my name is jeremy paul
1: and i'm laura norman and this is episode 27 and we will be covering games uh 30 and 31 as a bit of a, a recap situation and then game 32 a little bit of a preview because uh, we had to take a little bit of time off uh, from recording but we are back And we are ready to talk some Blue Jackets hockey with all of you.
0: And things are like changing. I won't say they're changing enough for me to like change my opinions on where the season is. But that's as of 540 on Saturday, March 20th. I Maybe that'll change like by the time people listen to this episode. Um, But yeah, the Blue Jackets sit um, two points behind the Chicago Blackhawks for the fourth spot. In the Discover Central, and still have a leg up on the other three teams below them in terms of points percentage. As we as we speak right now, uh, Tampa Bay is up four to nothing on Chicago in the second intermission, and Dallas plays Detroit this evening. So, if the Blue Jackets can find a way to win in Carolina tonight, they would tie. Uh, Chicago at 33 points and would be um, still be fifth based on the tiebreaker, but would be doing everything that you would want them to do to start clawing their way back into the conversation of whether or not this team is for real. And if this, this team can, can make some noise.
1: Yeah. Um, it's been an interesting, an interesting week um, for the team. They had um, obviously game 30 was last Sunday. Um, versus Dallas and was an overtime loss. Um, That one was a, like a kind of a tough, tough situation Um, and a real bummer. Like it just was a bummer. Like we felt so like, okay, we can, we can do this. And then it just didn't, just didn't happen. Um, But then the boys had three days off Um, it's actually the longest break that they've had, um, between games. Uh, so they got to like have a full rest day. They had an optional skate day and then they had a full practice, um, before going to Carolina. And I think it helped. I think it helped to have some time, some real time in between, um, and to just really rest because I, I don't think that they've had that opportunity um, in that time frame. Well, we're going to currently count it as the new good luck charm, but in, in that time period, Nick Felino shaved his head um, and looks very different. Um, and by very, I mean just like slightly scarier uh but we're we're embracing it we're embracing him uh accepting his male pattern baldness and his like his direct quote was it's a pandemic and i'm tired of thinking about a haircut so here we are nick felino's in a fuck it all attitude we 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 live to see it um but yeah we went into carolina on thursday and i thought we played well um Again, still disjointed a little bit, but all in all, I thought we played well. I thought we rallied back um, and, you know, to win to win anyway in regulation or in overtime is a good thing for this team. Um, I was super glad that we didn't push it to another shootout because clearly based on last Sunday's loss to Dallas, we are not prepared to be in a shootout since not a single one of our guys even got close to the net um so that like that's the main reason why it was so frustrating but you know to be in on Thursday playing well against a team that has been doing really really well um was a good like motivation boost um I think so hopefully we're we're coming into tonight um with the the same amount of energy and whatnot but I don't know how you felt about it Jeremy
0: and whatnot indeed I think the thing about the Carolina win that's really impressive is like it was the opposite of what always happens to us where you know we're leading and um you know we we let a goal up and we lose the game um you know obviously like no goals in the third period, but just for the team to rally back after uh, Sebastian Ajo scored two goals um, in the second period to make it two to one. Uh, you know, for us to rally back and to score to make it two two and to, to get that game into overtime. I mean, that is growth. Like, that's developed, like, that's like demonstrated progress because obviously, like, honestly, like, the shoe was on the other foot most times. Like, so that was nice to see. It was nice to see Seth Jones kind of getting into the flow of, you know, offensive production. And Oliver Bjorkstrand just continues to be hot. Like he continues to uh, really play well for the Blue Jackets during this stretch. In this game, uh, he scored, or he didn't score, excuse me, but he had three assists. Um, And even though he didn't, um, you know, even though he didn't get a point in the Dallas game, nevertheless, still his presence is like felt, played pretty well. So I think there are some players that are really starting to turn it on. I mean, like, um, you know, Max Domi uh, gets a point in that last game. Max Domi has really started to step it up. Zach Gorenski gets a point in the last game. So there are players that we talked about on this podcast as being, like, the players that need to pick it up and the players that need to be a part of this production if we're going to win games and if we're going to, um, you know, actually have a chance at this thing. And, and, I mean, Corbisalo is just – you know, what do they call him? Corpus solid, right? Like he was so good again on Saturday. I continue to be really confused about who I like better as our goalie. I don't know if I'll ever know until we. I'm forced to know, but it makes for some really interesting things because we're also looking at, I mean, today, again, as we record this podcast, it's March 20th. The NHL trade deadline is April 12th, which means that we are approaching what could be an interesting time period. And, and honestly, like, this team is making Yarmouth's job so much harder right now because they're not just, like, rolling over and dying, right? Like, if that were the case, then maybe it would be easier to be like, okay, like, let's rebuild here, here, and here. But if you've even got a semblance of a chance at a playoff run, um, you know, it's hard to say trade David Savard. It's hard to say trade Nick Felino in hopes that he comes back because those are pieces you want to hold on to. Should you make a run in the playoffs? Now, David Savard, I think, will still go regardless, but it's still going to be fascinating to see how that plays out, given given the way the team has started to play down the stretch. I still firmly believe this team will not make the playoffs. I just think they're going to hurt us more in the process than would have hurt us if they just would have, like, been out of the equation earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean... They're still pushing it. I mean, that, that is the, the topic of conversation when, when asked in, in interviews, like they are still making a play. And obviously currently in standing, we do have potential, but it's about maintaining that potential. Um, and like we've said before, you know, neither one of us are big fans of going into the playoffs by the skin of our teeth. And neither one of us are big fans of the idea of going into the playoffs and getting the shit kicked out of us and being embarrassed. Um, so it's really, yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation to see what faith Yarmo has in the situation, um, as we come up towards the trade deadline and also, you know, just in general, I definitely don't think we're going to get the whole length like, two years ago, Matt Duchesne, Ryan Dezingle, um, situation where we're going all in and whatnot, um. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, cause we currently also have like a very interesting lineup because we have three players out currently. Um, Emil Bemstrom is out with an upper body injury and then Alexander Texier and Mikhail Gregorenko are both out with non-related COVID illnesses. Um, sounds like Gregorenko ended up getting that stomach bug that's going around, um, because they said he started puking at lunch on Thursday before the game. Um, so McGinnis got like this last minute call at the hotel that was like, hi, friend, you're uh, coming off the taxi squad and you are playing tonight. And I honestly, I, I texted this to Jeremy and I said, I forgot what McGinnis looked like because um, it's been a, a hot minute since we've seen him, but both he and Stefan Matteau, and I'm missing the other one. Didn't we, oh no, that's it, okay. Um, So so both him and Stefan Matteau have come into the lineup um, and they're doing, I mean, pretty okay for, I mean, for what they've got to work with. McInnis, like he said, they asked him in the interview the other night after the game, they were like, so, you know, normally you get like 24 hours notice. Um, and all this sort of stuff. He's like, yeah, no, I was just happy. I got my nap in and was able to like eat and I was good. Like I didn't, he's like, I'm, he's like, we're basically prepared to jump in. Like whenever we, we think, you know, we need to go in and, um, and I actually, I might be getting this whole sequence wrong. I think who I'm talking about is Stenland that came in. I think Matteau and McKinnis were in already. And then when Gregorenko got sick, Stenland came in because he was supposed to be a healthy scratch.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm high as a kite, apparently, and totally got this messed up. It's okay. Um, So, yeah, if you were shouting at me earlier, I have now fixed my mistake. This was Stenland that had the last minute um, decision to play, and he ended up scoring a goal. And so pretty, I guess, pretty great that we ended up having to swap him in. Gregorenko um and you know he Stenlin continues to try and do what he can uh you know he's been struggling the last couple of weeks which is why they pulled him as a healthy scratch um so yeah it was good to see good to see him and my god this is what happens when I don't record and I don't remember facts as uh readily available as I normally would but
0: no, I think you killed it because I believed every second of every word you were saying just now. Like, I didn't even catch that that was not correct. So, it's all good. No worries. Still no didn't much. remember
1: what McInnes looked like. That I can stand by as a fact.
0: That's fair. Yeah, no. And those two, so that lineup, like, looks like it's going to stay the same tonight. Uh, it looks like Stenland's going to stay in and Grigorenko's going to stay on the taxi squad. Um, or it's going to be healthy scratch. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think looking... Uh, the lines tonight look pretty similar, I think, to the way they ended on on uh, Thursday. Well, time is a flat circle. Yeah, I um, think the,
1: the only change is that Elvis is going to be in net tonight.
0: Yeah, and so that'll be interesting to see how Elvis plays, hopefully plays well. Uh, obviously, the Blue Jackets come back on Monday to play uh, Carolina again, uh, so it'll be interesting. The Blue Jackets and this is going to be the one that they do it in, right, because, like, they have to play Carolina two more times after this, like, once again, could win their first series, quote-unquote, of the season, which is super unfair because, again, the series continues on Monday and on Wednesday. But, like, there's still, like, the part of me that's like, can we count it? Or Monday or Thursday or whatever days it is, doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, I think yeah, it's just going to be such an interesting few few weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, we are one of the few teams that is having one of these situations where we play the same team four times in a row. Um, we may be the only team that's doing it, um, but I'm not 100% sure about that.
0: Do uh, you want to hear something wild? Hmm. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was in a row, but I think Arizona and, San, somebody, Arizona and somebody played each other seven times in a row. Like they played seven games in a row because everybody, Ew, kept, making, yeah, everybody kept making fun of it. And they're like, it's like a series because it actually was three to three going into game seven. <laughs> that's just,
1: that's gross. Um, I don't even like the idea that we're playing Carolina four times in a row, um, but we put up a poll on Thursday before the first of the four games and slightly over half of you think that we will split the series with Carolina uh, winning two and losing two. Um, absolutely no one, uh, went along with the, the choice of us taking all four games. So I'm glad to see that we're all on the same level of, uh, cautiously optimistic. Uh, so we shall see, but you know, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to be this way. It's also weird to do two, two in Carolina and then immediately come home and do two with the same team. Um, so We shall see, but Carolina has been doing good, Um, you know, and like Jeremy said to me earlier, like winning against Carolina is great for us because it, you know, the points don't really matter in regards to them because we're not going to catch up to them. But, you know, if we can win against them, then that's great. And we're not losing against Dallas or Chicago or Detroit or Nashville. So, um, so yeah, we'll see, but it's, you know, fingers crossed. I just, I think we're both going into this with, a if they win fucking fantastic. Uh, if not, then I guess we'll see everyone on Monday to play again against Carolina.
0: So, okay. well, okay. And then I looked it up while you were talking from February 2nd to February 15th. The St. Louis Blues and Arizona Car- Cardinals, wrong sport. Oh, my sweet God. Arizona Coyotes. They're still the Phoenix Coyotes in my head. Um, they played seven times, and Arizona won three out of the or four out of the uh, seven games. Wow gross I mean like absolutely disgusting like I would hate whoever I was playing if I played them seven times in a row
1: were there any big fights during that situation because I would feel by like game five that I would just like want to beat the shit out of someone because I would be like so frustrated
0: not that I heard of but that doesn't mean that didn't happen I can pull up one of the game centers real quick and look to see because you know why not yeah,
1: well, while you're doing that, I can talk about, I signed up to participate in Hockey is for Her this upcoming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being held virtually. This is normally an event that is held uh, within the arena, but it's specifically an event to help encourage and support women in the field of hockey, uh, women who are fans of the sport, women who work in uh, the journalistic aspect of hockey. and you know, it's kind of been modeled in at least the last couple of years. (laughs) I've seen it as kind of like a cocktails and blah, 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 blah. And not that I have anything against that. I don't like I, any fan of hockey, like I support you 100%, but this year, since it's virtual, it's being more so, um, sort of described as like a much more educational and informative and like really interactive situation. And it's being hosted by Allison Lucan, who is, or Lucan, who is a journalist uh, who covers the Blue Jackets and we are big fans of hers. She has taught me a lot over the, uh, you know, three and a half years that I've been following the Blue Jackets. And they're gonna have special guests, uh, Nick and Janelle Folino. Um, So I'm pretty excited to log in and sort of virtually participate in that. I did submit a question, so we'll see uh, if it gets answered or not. Um, Yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited for that and to um, just talk more hockey with other humans.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm glad that they're doing that. Even even if it is virtual, I'm glad they're getting the chance to to have that for everyone and I do hope your question gets asked I like can't wait to get the text message it's like (laughs) Jared was a pretty good question too so I'm sure I'm sure you listen there are a few people who can pick up a sport in the way that you have picked up a sport in the amount of time that you have picked up a sport and I'm sure whatever question you're asking is like very good
1: (laughs) well fingers crossed I'm gonna keep it a secret in case they don't ask
0: it. You can just claim somebody else's.
1: No, cuz I'm sure they're going to say like who asked it.
0: Did you did you say Laura Norman of Subjectively Speaking?
1: Well, no, not of the <laughs> podcast, but like you have to put in your information to register and
0: shithead, you know that. I know, me being a shithead weird. That's suspicious. That's weird. You Cardi, um special guest on the pod. <laughs> We just the most
1: random situation uh, possible. Guardy B. She
0: said, if it's up, then it's stuck, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you find out about any fights between Arizona and St. Louis? It didn't look like there were any, at least in the last three games, which I feel like that's when they would start to hate each other. So I think that was before
1: our boy started uh, playing in, in the big leagues. I think that was before Curtis started wrong team god damn it yeah
0: i was, I was gonna let you figure it out yeah
1: <sighs> same division wrong team i'm just off my situation today ladies and gentlemen I
0: off my situation fuck a rocker i'm off my situation
1: <laughs> it's just been it's been a time as i said we had to take some time away from recording and clearly there was reasons
0: for that um yeah the reasons were for me you you usually come back here strong I was the mess the way that the way that I'm just getting a look I'm living for it um (laughs) but yeah I think I'm just excited to it's just weird because like you're getting into like March like the end of March and this is usually when like things become like more serious and and like you're looking at the playoff picture and it's all starting to come together and yet like we're not there yet so like as the weather turns I'm like my like it's not PTSD but like my muscle memory is like it's almost playoff time
1: well yeah I mean I put up on our Instagram and Twitter earlier this week um a throwback video that I have from the 2019 playoffs and it's like the same weather like it is the absolute same weather that we had that day and that was that was the end of that first playoff series so um yeah and now it's getting into that I mean granted there this is going to be like the NHL itself is very much so like we're sticking to this schedule we're not moving anything around like once these things are over these things are over because they are bound to determine to have the draft in July as the draft has been um for i don't know how many years uh and then starting again the season uh in October uh as per usual so that Seattle can get started on a normal schedule
0: um
1: as opposed to the circus we're doing right
0: now well it will be interesting too because even like even the draft being pushed back a few weeks like it's not too out of sync but being that it's in july like i want like development camps are going to have to happen a lot quick well i mean they happen pretty quick to begin with like development camps usually happen like the week after the draft for most teams but you're going to have development camp there like in july right after the draft as opposed to june and then you're going to have the regular like camp starting up you know in September <clears throat> and so it's gonna all start it's gonna fly by this off season. as
1: well and there's just as we talked about before there's gonna be a lot of things that happen specifically for the Blue Jackets in this uh shortened offseason uh and so it's gonna be yeah it's gonna fly by and by the time you know September and training camp and pre-game or preseason games start it's gonna be a whole new rodeo more than likely
0: so i'm wondering if we're going to be able to actually go in to the arena for when they have training camp in september like i wonder if people oh like when watch- we've
1: gone to watch practices
0: before yeah people usually do go to training camp
1: yeah but I, I took i took gretchen Um, unaware friend of the pod um, to a practice pre-COVID summer or fall 2019 Um, and that's actually uh, she got a puck from now defunctated member of uh, the Blue Jackets Pierre-Luc Dubois.
0: How did I not know that? You probably told me that. I did not process that if you told me that.
1: Yeah, he tossed her a puck and he also um, hit the glass when I was, I think, texting you. Because we were right behind the goal. Because we're, we're actually in a promo video.
0: Yeah, I remember that because you hated it. You were pissed.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I have no makeup on. I look like street trash and we're in this promo video because it's of elvis because it was elvis's first training camp and yeah i look like a street urchin um oh what (laughs)
0: street
1: street urchin
0: urchin to a sea urchin
1: haven't you aladdin's your favorite movie you should know your favorite disney movie you should know the term street urchin
0: a street rat well, that too, but that's called Urchin. Sorry. Aladdin is my favorite. You're so right. Um, Yeah, I those are fun. Training camps are fun. I just can't. This summer content is going to be wild, y'all. It's going to be breaking news like every three days. I know. <laughs> we need to make a noise. Like you're like a, a like audio intro that's like,
1: <laughs> breaking news in the columbus blue jackets hockey world everything is imploded
0: that's just so much
1: got rid of all of the players and are actually um doing uh what's it called when the the draft the kind of draft we're doing for seattle
0: oh the uh, the expansion draft
1: yeah we're Going, we're reversing 20 years and doing another expansion draft for the Columbus
0: Moj. I have to say that I personally was worried about losing Dean Kukan See, I do it because of Alice and Lucan and Dean Kook. It's a lot. It's a lot to Kukan. One one letter does a lot for me to ruin that in my head phonetically. But um Dean. I was like worried about losing Dean in the draft, and now I'm like, I'm like not as worried about it anymore. I what I wonder too like I haven't read much about like how the trade with um how the trade with Winnipeg like obviously like now we have two folks as opposed to one we have to protect um because we would have protected Pierre-Luc Dubois now we have to protect Jack Rostovic and Patrick Lyonnais so that'll be interesting because Patrick Lyon is an RFA so like if somebody if they selected him like they could sign him like it's different than like Nick's situation or David Savard's situation where they wouldn't re-sign them anyway because they don't want to have to protect them yeah fascinating I yeah I don't think I've looked at uh, ever since the ever since the trade I don't think I've looked at an expansion draft thing I don't even want to think about the expansion draft
1: that's the least of our concerns at this point I think, I mean, obviously the likelihood that one of our key players ends up going to Seattle is not high. Yarmo is going to do whatever he has to do to protect the core group that he's planning on. We're just going to call it rebuilding the team around. Um, So I'm not concerned about that. I mean, obviously from a personality standpoint, you know, Some of them would be sad to see go, but, you know, it's also going to be cool as shit to play in Seattle in that brand new gorgeous arena and, you know, get all the bells and whistles that we saw Vegas get a few years ago. Um, So yeah, it'll be, I can't wait for us to play games in Seattle and, you know, whatnot, because I think it's just going to be so cool and, you know, they've already been such a positive impact, and they're not even a team yet, really, so. But, yeah, it'll just be, it's going to be weird. Everything's going to be weird, and we're going to have a lot to talk about, so.
0: Yeah, I, I do, I mean, like, Seattle's, like, my second favorite team before they've even taken the ice. Like, it's just, like, what?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, they're my, they're my secondary team, so, already, like,
0: it's been fascinating to just, like, see how, how great they have been at um, engaging with their community and, you know, working toward making the sport better. Like, it's just been cool to watch.
1: I mean, they're not even a team yet, and they've already done, like, a huge collaboration with the Black Girl Hockey Club. Like, they've done so much social justice work, and not to be surprising because Seattle is a place that fosters that idea, those ideals and that kind of community. But it's just so nice to see it really being followed through with from a team. Um, and I wish more, obviously we both wish more teams were being more proactive um, in that area of things. But, and I swear if their announcer does not yell release the Kraken before they, skate out onto the ice every night at home I will be so upset
0: it has to be something I mean it's gonna be something good
1: I know they're gonna have like a you know a a ship horn I feel like a ship horn's gonna go when they score goals um they also have just the, the the second greatest colors like I love their colors too so
0: who has the first the greatest color? Seattle Kraken
1: Stan podcast.
0: Who do you think has the first best? Us. In real life. No, but like we're. I, <laughs> I like don't even know that we have a top ten. Like I wouldn't even say like our normal jerseys. Like I wouldn't even say it's top ten. I don't even know if I'd say it's top half of the league. No,
1: I like, I like our third jerseys better than our...
0: Yes, 100%. Because it actually makes sense. Like, it fits with the actual team name. Like, it, like what?
1: <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mean, I just say that because, obviously, we're a Columbus Blue Jackets podcast, but I do wow. love those colors.
0: Our listeners don't care about the Blue Jackets. They just care about us and our thoughts. Isn't that right, listeners? Yeah. Let's see. You heard it. You heard it here. But Laura, as we go into tonight's game, um, what is one thing you're looking forward to? One thing you're thinking about?
1: Um, I would love for Cameron, Mr. Cam Atkinson to score a goal, if not for himself, but for how much hard work our friends at Romeo's Pizza put into supporting this man. Um,
0: yeah, so, what period is it going to be?
1: Yeah, we haven't made our uh, bet yet. We have uh, 50 minutes to do that. So, right now, what period? Um, let's go safe and say the second.
0: I don't know why you think the Blue Jackets in the second period are safe ever, but okay, go off.
1: Well, last, last game we said the first, and that clearly didn't happen.
0: I don't it never has, <laughs> like for us. I mean, forever.
1: he's no. It never has for us, but you know, I just feel a little safer if we see the second. Let him get warmed up in the first period, and see he's gonna score a hat trick in the first period now. Because I'm putting it out there, but so yes, yeah, so I would love to see Cameron um, score a goal at any period. Really, is all that matters to me. Um, I would love to see Seth Jones continuing on this, like really proactive, really well controlled little streak that he has been on. Um, he has definitely seemed to fallen back into his like regular state of gameplay. Um, I was very happy to see that on Thursday. Um, so pumped for Seth, hopefully he can maintain that. Um, and I'd like to see good coverage for Elvis. I, I think that obviously the boys are getting better with doing it for Corpy, but they need to also do the same for Elvis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want, he's going to do big saves because that's what Elvis does. Um, but I want the team to support him in the same way that they support Corby. Uh So, yeah. And uh, I really hate, I forgot how much I hate the different things that they play in the Canes Arena. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of obnoxious.
0: Well, yeah.
1: But also, they're a team that prefers to be called a bunch of jerks. So I guess that that would make sense that they are obnoxious. Have you met Arcanon? I have, I have her on my shirt right now, because I, I have her
0: on my arm. Because
1: <laughs> I did what, ladies and gentlemen? Spent more money at homage.
0: I love that. Approximately what percentage of your wardrobe at this point is Blue Jackets apparel for homage? So much. Yeah.
1: Like it's. I think I have probably. I know I have every shirt that they've put out so far this year, for the Blue Jackets. Yeah. And I probably have half of the ones that they did last year, but the Blue Jackets are doing an official shirt with homage coming out soon, cause they had people vote. I voted for us. Thank you so much. I forget which one I picked though. Okay. <laughs> there were four different options.
0: I'm glad you felt passionate. Oh.
1: I know I didn't pick the one that said find a way, like the find a way to win. Yeah, yeah. Cause I just, that saying frustrates me this this season. Last year, like it inspired me, but now this year it's just frustrating. So I forget which, yeah. It might've been another one with a cannon on it since we're partial to cannons as you have it on your physical body and we currently
0: have it in our logo. I do. I do have it on my physical body. Not I said, it. We
1: currently have it on our logo because hopefully we will have a new logo soon.
0: We just might, maybe. We just might, friends. Well, Laura, I think you took all my points there for the for the game tonight. I think you obviously like you want to see some guy, like I want to see Line A. I want to see Line A get a goal tonight um, to kind of like just like gain keep keep the ball rolling and trying to get some folks confidence i mean i think that 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 bjork strand which is interesting to Felina's in the middle of it now god this team needs a center um but uh felina's in the i middle mean i
1: feel slightly more confident in nick than i do with riley nash uh,
0: yes 100 percent. but <laughs> think about what you just said critically right like yes i understand I feel better about a dog flying my plane than a rock. <laughs> like I like there is at least some chance that the dog might perform a miracle. That rock's not moving. So like I mean, that's so disrespectful to Riley Nash. He's actually actually played well in that spot. Like I don't Yeah, know he really, that. you
1: know, worked his butt off to like stay up with them. But I'm kind of glad that he's getting a bit of a rest
0: and going back to the third line. Um Let me tell you, he was never taking a play offside, though. Let me tell you that. He's always, like, 13 feet behind the play. Also,
1: this was something that I didn't know about Riley Nash until the other day. Did you know that he had, like, a crazy high uh, percentage of shootout goals when he was in Carolina?
0: Yeah, he had a stupid number of shootout goals, and he, like – Yeah, and I I don't know why the Blue Jackets have never, like, tried.
1: Because literally everyone was like, Riley, why do you think Torts doesn't put you out there when, and he goes, I don't know, I mean, it's been a little while since I've done it, but I definitely have, like, a, 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 like, two shots that he goes back and forth between using, Um, and they asked Torts about it, too, and he was kind of like, well, I just, I put in who I feel in the moment. Literally the last three people he put in didn't even get close to the net. Cameron tried to do a slap shot on a shootout goal. Cause I don't know what's wrong with him, but he said he wanted to try something different. And I disagree fully, but potato, potato. Max had a really, Max had a really good try. He just shot it too high but if it had been slightly lower, it would have gone in, but it is what it is at this point, but yeah, I was amazed to hear how stupid high Riley's shot percentage was when he was
0: with Carolina, so. Listen, he's just a goal-scoring machine, what can you say about Riley Nash?
1: Definitely an overtime shootout
0: threat, Riley Nash. I've always said that about him, All right, Laura. Well, I will throw it over to you to wrap us up. We've got 40 minutes till game time. You're going to be watching the Blue Jackets. You're going to be keeping me posted. I've got to watch my Bobcats. They play at 715. They take on Virginia in the NCAA tournament. I'm pumped. I picked them in my bracket. They're in my sweet 16, so.
1: I know nothing about basketball, but I support you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: As someone who has purchased you multiple Bobcat apparel things, I hope that you will be sporting some of it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at subjectivelypod. Um, doing great on Twitter. Absolutely love our Twitter friends. Uh, love the interaction. And going to put up a little thing about our small absence uh, in just a second. Uh, but also Instagram, slowly getting there. Y'all loved the video from the playoffs a couple years ago so probably going to do some more of that we'll definitely do more um as Jeremy and I go to games over the next couple of weeks um and yeah and then rate review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on I'm gonna give up on my stupid easter goal of getting 15 star ratings because we literally have not gotten any since I started talking about it so I just if you want to, it would be great. It does help us in the way of like chart things. Obviously, we just appreciate anyone who listens, but if you want to put an extra smile on our face, faces, we have more than one face, um, that would be great. But yeah, so just rate, review, and subscribe, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you.
0: Absolutely, we do. And until we get the chance to connect with you all over what will be a very telling Carolina blue jackets game Carolina blue jackets it was weird you know what I mean you you get it Carolina They're all backwards. over the place hurricanes blue jackets but to say Carolina blue jackets that's backwards blue jackets hurricanes game uh we'll come to you all afterward talk to you about it but until we get the chance to connect we hope you stay well we hope that if you're about it that you're getting that shot in your arm especially in the state of Ohio because if you're 16 or older you can start getting the shot on March 29th so let's let's get vaccinated so that way maybe we can like fill nationwide arena if we make it to the playoffs we won't either of those things but um until next time we'll talk to y'all later Bye. bye